0: Hey guys, this is Dwayne, and today I'm starting out a brand new podcast. And I figured what better way to start it out than our friend Leslie Powers over from Spiritually Empowered, who hangs out a lot on the live streams and uh, channels. She has her own Facebook group, and she started to do uh, YouTube videos more regularly, which I'm really happy she's doing that. And she agreed to hang out for a little while and just talk about her journey and how what she's gone through to get to, or what she went through to get to where she is today, and uh, that whole path. And we're going to jump right into it. So Leslie, thanks for hanging out with us today. I really appreciate you doing that.
1: Oh, anytime, anything for you. You know that. You know that <laughs> well, anything. My
2: goodness.
0: Thank you for that. I really <laughs> appreciate it. And you know, hey, the thing, and I know a lot of your your folks know your story because you talk about it a lot. And and I really encourage anybody who's who's listening to this video or podcast to check out her channel. I'll leave it in the. Sh- I'll leave her links in the show notes and uh, in the description on the YouTube video for this. But, uh, um, what, what, what was your journey to basically get to where you are now? Cause I know we were talking before that you didn't, you didn't just start out here. You had to get, you had to go through a life transformation to get to the point you're at now. So if you could kind of briefly start out with where you, where you started and how you got to here.
1: Okay. Well, it was a journey. Let me tell you. And the journey continues daily. (laughs) It continues daily. It's a constant learning process. But essentially, it was just it started out with just horrible relationships growing up and then turned like I what, what's that saying? What is what's normal to the fly is chaos to the spider or vice versa, whatever it is. Oh, yeah,
0: that's a good. I and, haven't heard that.
1: And, you know, it it really was like my normal wasn't normal. Like my my normal idea of relationships wasn't normal. Right. And I didn't realize this. I I didn't realize that I, I had, I didn't realize that people were that horrible.
0: Yeah. I hear you on that one.
1: That was the thing I never, I, and I still to this day have a hard time believing that people are really as horrible as they are. But the truth of the matter is there are horrible people out there that just don't care about us.
0: That is, that's an excellent point. And it's, I, I relate to that. I definitely relate to that.
1: Yeah. I, I struggle with it daily to that. It, I like to give people a bit of the the doubt and ah, bites me in the butt every, you know, (laughs) not every time, but it bites me in the butt. Well, I would
0: imagine now you you're at the point though, that you, you allow people that opportunity to show their true colors, but at least now you probably can deal with it better. Right.
1: Oh yeah. I, I cut it off immediately if I see anything that is not appropriate and not not cool for me. And what's cool for me may not be cool for you. So that's another sort of thing we can talk about. But yeah, my journey absolutely. really, yeah, my journey really was, um, I got married in my early 30s. So I think I was 32. Because I was later in life. And I was, I, I'm an only child. So I grew up alone. And I lived alone. Like I've always been very good at oh, being wow. alone. Okay. And like, I do very alone I do it very, very well, almost too well to the point that it's kind of a detriment to relationships because I'm like, I can totally be alone. I don't care if you yeah. it just, like, it's one of those things where I, I don't latch on to people because I really don't care. Like no, I and, don't.
0: And it's not that you don't care. It's that you're not desperate needing someone else in your life.
1: Yes. It's not that I don't care about them. It's I don't care about not being with someone. Like right. it's, 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 I actually do care about people. It's just, I like, it's not a threat for me. Right. And I know it is, I know it's a huge threat for some people. And I, and I, oh, I absolutely, think, I get it. I completely get it. So I met this guy and he seemed okay. Obviously I married him. Like yeah. he seems okay. But the red flags were there. Now that I sit back and I look back, the red flags were there.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and, and they, they generally
0: him. are right. I mean, I, oh, I, I've said that a lot myself that once you're out of it and you look back they expose themselves or they tell you who they are. You don't you don't believe it. You don't want to believe it and you make excuses for it, but real the reality is they at one point say to you not not completely like this, but almost to the point to say, "Hey Leslie, um I'm a monster. I'm going to destroy your life." Yeah. But it's more like they'll say, "I'm a bad person, you know, I have, you know, whatever. My my ex did the same thing." So
1: yeah. You're too good for me. That's, uh, that's a red (laughs) flag right there. That's not like they, it it seems like such a compliment for someone to say you're too good for me, but it's, it's actually, um, the truth.
0: Yeah. That is, that's funny. That's, and that's absolutely true.
1: Yeah. It's, it's the truth. If someone ever says to you, you're too good for me, know that you are the prize and you deserve better than the person standing in front of you.
0: Oh, that's a good way to put it. I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Every, I want everyone to realize that they are the prize. And the, and the person that you're dating should also realize that they are the prize. Like both people are the prize,
0: right? In the that's relationship, good. that's really good advice. That's a really great advice. Yeah. yeah. And so, how quickly did that relationship? I mean, did you realize that it was? Because if I remember correctly, hearing the story, it was rather quick that you realized, "Oh crap, I made a mistake."
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So actually, I don't. I didn't want to get married. I remember having a panic oh, wow. attack before my my before we got married the the night before. And it was a very small wedding. Like when I say six people and six people were too many people there, I am not kidding. Like I didn't, I, it was just one of those things where I didn't want, like I didn't want it. And I was just pleasing people because I was a huge people People pleaser pleaser. and I didn't want to disappoint anyone. Like I didn't want to call anyone the day before and say, you know what? Uh Uh-uh, like don't, don't do it.
0: It's amazing how many people get into that trap. I, I, I hear that story often where people are like, you know, I never really wanted to do it, but you just get so caught up in the process that you just, you just go with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, Oh, okay. Like I I can deal with anything that comes my way. Like I will deal with it because I've always just dealt with it. Now here, here's the caveat to the story though. I was the one with the house. I was the one with the great job. I was the one with, with the everything. He came in with nothing. Wow. But he had me believe he had something. And, and then to find out that he didn't
0: after it was too late
1: after it was too late. I remember asking him like three days before the wedding. I'm like, I think we should do a prenup. And he lost his mind. That should have been my, my, this is the get out of Dodge. Yeah. That should have been my aha moment, but Uh, no, it was not. And he lost his mind and he groomed me so well that when he lost his mind, I just shut up and I just, I would just, Please safe. I would just do whatever it took to calm him down.
0: Yeah, I, I see that. I mean, I can see that. I think that it's so it's, it's interesting talking about your story that about you starting later. You know, I think some people, they can make excuses saying, oh, well, I did it young. But I mean, I think th- the important thing people need to realize is that when you're targeted or selected by a toxic, narcissistic type person who is wants what you have, they are incredibly manipulative. They can take. <sighs> they can take the the most confident uh, well adjusted person who is good i mean everything that we 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 both tell our folks to try to strive to to be independent you were that yeah. but but you didn't know about this uh, this dark side of humanity and you still were tricked mm-hmm. i mean it, it, i think people need to realize that it, until you know about this this side of humanity you're susceptible and you could Absolutely. be the, the most successful person in and well and, and, and like you were like i think you were and, yeah. get, and get and get sucked in. Now, the only good part about it, I would assume, is that since you did have that good, solid foundation, it, it probably didn't last long because as, as soon as you realize, oh, crap, this, no, <laughs> nope, nope, ain't doing this, um, mm-hmm. you try to get out of it. Whereas I think some people like myself, whenever you're not used, you don't have that good foundation, then you're more in this, then you're more in like, well, this is normal and this is the way things are and this is the way it was when I grew up. So
1: and, and we've we've talked about this before how how um the word normal in a relationship it's morphed into a thing where you know when we say oh oh that you know that's just what wives do or yeah, you know going through now. the phones is just what you know what that's Girlfriends. Just what they do yeah that's not normal
0: no, it's not. I was just talking to Debbie about this earlier about um, the dynamic of, relationships saying, you know, your boyfriend or your husband or whatever to the wife saying, you can't talk to any, you know, all your male friends you have to, you can't talk to anymore or you can't talk to your family, you can't do that cuz she went through that. And I mean, I'm I'm like, you know what? Who who if they're your friend, you talk to them. I mean, and I'm yeah. not threatened by it because if there's if that is a problem, then the relationship's a problem, right? I mean, right. you know, it, it's but it's so easy to get caught up in that fear of of the situation. So Yeah.
1: Yeah, it it really it really is, and um, they, yeah, and and you nailed it when you don't realize that these people are they, and when we say like they they are masters, they oh man, yes, they are out there. You know that even the top psychologists can be tricked by these people. Yeah, so and that's,
0: and that's scary, really.
1: It's terrifying. They 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 are so charming. They you know, and it's not the, you know, I like to say they're they're not the creepy person that you say, Oh my goodness. You know, you know, some people you look at, you're like, how many bodies do you have in your basement? Yeah, they are exactly. not those
0: people. No. They are
1: not the people that you think you see coming, you know? No. No.
0: Yeah, you're right. And and the, yeah. and the thing, and the reality of it is, is like I said a minute ago, you, you know, you're targeted, right? I yeah. mean, so, oh, when, yeah. when, so when you're targeted, I mean, if, if, when he, you know, he's looking at you as, as that prize you were talking about yeah, and then he watches, or they watch, you they know, watch. it's not, it's not gender specific men and women, both can be these, be these toxic types. Oh yeah. They, they learn what you want to hear. Mm. They get you pulled in by making you believe this fantasy and it's, they know how to read people and they know how to do it fast. That's why they're so effective.
1: Yes. They will tell you exactly what you want to hear and they will mirror us. So oh, yeah, we think, absolutely. you know, I, I like to blame Disney for this. Um, yeah, you know, exactly. You know, Disney and romance novels. I know where you're and, going, right? Yeah, right. It's one of those things where we we're taught that that's what love is. That oh, you yeah. know, oh you you like you know pepperoni pizza. I love pepperoni pizza. You want to raise skunks in Alaska? So do I. Like skunks in Alaska? I I didn't. I never <laughs> knew I could find somebody who was
0: into that. That's so amazing. We're soulmates, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs>
1: right. So they will mirror you and. And it's and we're we we're, were so we're conditioned as we grow up to that that's Look what it for is
0: that's your and prince like, charming that's your princess,
1: yeah, you're like, yeah. oh my god, I found them
0: yeah. I found
1: them we you know we everything in common well that's impossible right. no one you know there should be something well, I like this and you don't like that that's cool right like, you know it's we should not have the same likes we should like because you're dating yourself that's all you're doing yeah. Yeah, that's
0: not fun. <laughs> I, it seems like it. And, and what's crazy is, is when you look at it, when you look back at it now, it's like, oh my God, that was so obvious. I should have seen through it. And, and I think that's a problem that people have is then they, then they beat themselves up because they're like, oh my God, this was so obvious of what yeah. this was.
1: Yeah. So,
0: so how long did that relationship last before you said, okay, I mean, was it pretty quick whenever you said, all right, we're done?
1: Okay. Well, it was four months in and I was done four months into the marriage and I was done. Wow. I was I was so done like the the abuse just got like he went from loving me to hating me very quickly. Wow. And he loved to hate me. So after 4 months but to get him out was so hard. He'd like locked himself in and he wasn't leaving. He wasn't leaving without everything. Like he's uh, of your, when like, you
0: say everything you mean all of your stuff.
1: Oh yes, he wanted the house, he wanted my car, he wanted my clothes. He wanted to know what you know my inheritance would be. Like he wanted to know. Like, and th- this is the extent they go to. They come in with nothing and expect everything. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, because y- well, you married me. And I was like, yeah, that that's my fault. That's on me. Yeah. I did it. But you still can't be entitled. But he wasn't leaving. So finally, um, the breaking point was A, he was cheating. Well, obviously, cheat. I know I could say obviously, but 95% of the time they cheat. Right. Uh, Cheating on me, but the fact that she was, I think, under 18 was a huge issue for me. Um, Uh, Yeah. Massive issue. Um, And I'm not one to go through phones. I'm a very trusting person. Like, he even said, he said, you know, even in all our fights and all our everything, he said, you know what? And I think he called me out on my own, on my own, like, fault, maybe. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, you never of all your faults. I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> He's like, yeah, of all your faults. He said, you never once questioned me where I was. You never questioned how long I was going to be out for. You never once texted me saying when you were going to come home. I'm like, no, cause that's what you did. But I never did. I never checked phones. I never, but the thing is, because I'm so good at being alone, him not being there was like my happy place.
0: Right. Oh, I right. like being yeah. alone.
1: So it was my, it was, I didn't, I didn't care that he wasn't home. And I just assumed that he was where he told me, which was at work. Oh, right. Not true. Uh, I just assumed he was at work. So late one night, um, I'm not one for checking phones, but his phone was going off like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what is going on? And I automatically went to the place of like, there's something wrong with his dad. Yeah. Like it was a family emergency. So I went to go check the phone and it was pictures of this girl. And then so I went into the phone and I saw everything. Oh dear so, God! Yeah, I was like, okay, here's my out. Well, that yeah. still wasn't an out. So a month later, I was actually um, I was cleaning out some stuff and I found a huge like box of documents that said that we were only married for three months. That he was living in a trailer. And he was destitute and he needed money from the government and blah, blah, blah. It was like a huge government file. And it was like year's worth. And he was saying that he paid the mortgage, that I didn't have a job. He paid them like all of this thing. I'm like, oh my God, this is a government document. So I didn't think that my name was all over this. And I didn't think that he'd signed. Like, I didn't realize that he'd actually signed my name in some of these things they needed my signature to say that yes, I don't have a job, and yes, he pays the mortgage. FYI, he inflated the mortgage by like five hundred percent. So he was
0: so so he was already planning his out, but to take all your stuff. Yeah, and I would imagine yeah. I want to ask you this: that as you're going through this and you're having these realizations, it, it's this gradual step to where you're like, oh, okay, he's cheating. Uh, we'll be able to just, you know, we we'll, the, the marriage is over. He'll go left. I'll go right. And then you find yeah. this next thing out and it's always something more, right? I mean, is that what yeah. happened to you? It's like yeah. every day it was some new slap in the face of, of new uh, abuse and uh, attacks that you just weren't expecting.
1: It, and it's so, it is so true. And I don't know how, how you can like think, think back on it, but I thought back on it was like, okay, so today happened and whatever the abuse was. And you put it under the rug and then tomorrow happens and right. it's a whole new set of abuse and it's a whole new set of things. And then, but just to get through the day, you put it under the rug. So yeah. next thing you know, you kind of forget. So as, yeah. so as our healing goes, we're, we're unleashing all of these things that happen. You're like, Oh my God, I forgot about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I forgot exactly. About that.
1: And then you're traumatized all over again. Cause you're like, damn it. I forgot about that. Like, why didn't I remember it's because it was too much for our brains to Sensory handle overload our brains couldn't handle it. Yeah, It was just too much, too much abuse, too much overwhelm, too much everything. And you're eight, you're tired because they keep you up. You're, you know, you're working maybe five jobs because they won't work half of one. (laughs) Yeah. You're doing everything for them and you're just, you're done. So you're, you're automatically just in survival mode to begin with. And that's never a good state to be in is just survival mode because you make a lot of mistakes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it's easy yeah. to get into that trap.
1: It, it is, it is. So yeah. So every day was, it was a new adventure. And uh, so finally I, I told him, I said, listen, so I photocopied everything and I emailed myself everything. I had copies everywhere under the sun. And I said, listen, I said, if you don't leave, I'm calling the cops. It's like, if, if you're not out tonight by the time I get home, I'm calling the cops. And I will testify against you that none of this is true. And I will have proof that this is not true because like there's text messages like back and forth of when are you coming home? And, you know, can you pick up this? And, you know, like a normal relationship sometimes would run in these situations because sometimes they, you know, it's just a normal normal. relationship. Right. And uh, so he was gone by that time. So by the time I got home, he was gone, but then he sent the cops over. He was stalking. He was this, he was that. And it took me two years my divorce actually took longer than my marriage was. It took me two years to get divorced because he kept stalling. He kept stalling on the paperwork. And when he did send the paperwork, it was wrong. And then, and his lawyer kept saying, like my lawyer was getting pissed off. And he finally said, like, what is going on? And she said, he is so damaged from this relationship. He can't do the paperwork. And he said, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Poor baby can't do the paperwork. He said, um, he's like, if you could see my client right now, uh, she's not doing so hot either. And she was able to get everything that we requested with. Well, he like, didn't want it to be day. over.
0: Right. I mean, he no. wanted to maintain the connection and, uh, and basically the abuse.
1: Yeah. So. Well, yeah. He loved to hate me. He loved to hate me. And there was, there was actually a moment in time where I, it was the the light went on where I realized he actually hated me. Um, yeah. I, I, I specifically remember, um, he, He took my car, which he usually did, and I wasn't allowed to take his cars, but he was allowed to take mine. So I was isolated at home. So he took my car and for whatever reason, took my insurance papers out and then called me and said, I got pulled over and you don't have your insurance papers. You know, you're, why aren't you mature enough to be able to, you know, you just got me in all this trouble. And I'm thinking, what is going on? I'm like, no, the insurance papers were in there last time I looked and they shouldn't have been moved since the last time I looked. Like they go in one place and one place only. And he just started screaming and screaming. And all of a sudden I just got so sick. All I could do, I was so sick. Was throwing up and throwing up. And he came home and he said, and I, w- I was like, like sitting on the bathroom floor, like just having a panic attack. And he said, is this because I called you yelling at you? And he got excited. Yeah. And I looked at him. I said, oh my God, he hates me. He hates me. And it was then that I was actually living in fear. That was the moment that s- switched it for me. I was like, "Oh my God, he's a psychopath."
0: So, so, and so we can because we need to get move on to good stuff too. But so the next part after that is so you got out of that relationship, and then you have yeah. which is which. This is typical: is you go from somebody who's an overt into somebody who's a covert, right? And I, I, I was, oh yeah, and
2: yeah.
0: And, I, and I know how easy that is, right? You have somebody who's so evil that when you have somebody who's who's, who appears nice and appears caring and let me give you a hug and and all this stuff. It just seems like, and then when the red flags go off and I don't want to speak for you, but I know that the the pattern is, it's like, you're comparing to the old. It's like, okay, it's like, okay, Bill here, you know, there's a few things that aren't right, but he's not actively, you know, trying to get me sick or trying to basically cause, you know, having joy whenever I'm ill. Right. technically they do, but, but anyway, so kind of explain that, that yeah. situation and then how, uh, and how you got through that. And then we'll get into the good stuff about Then we'll get into life. the good
1: stuff. Right. So, so this one was, um, it was like a year after my, my divorce was final. Um, but I didn't realize that, that, that my marriage was so bad that it damaged me that badly. So I didn't yeah. get any help.
0: Right now I can see that.
1: Mistake number uno, I didn't get any help. So, and because no one else was making a big deal out about this. So I thought, well, if it's not a big deal for anyone else, then I'm just going to keep going. And I was just in, I was just on robot mode. I would get up, go to work, come home and that's it. So I meet this guy. He seems fantastic. He's nothing like the ex. He's charming. He's sweet. He's nice. And then all of a sudden, and the the red flags were completely different. Looking back, they were the same, but going into it, they were complete. I was looking for in all the wrong places. Yeah
0: exactly in
1: all the wrong places I was looking left when I should have been looking right. right. And, um, and it just turned out like he was just so mentally un- unstable. And because again, I'm not one to, to pry. What are you doing? Where are you going? Who are you with? Cause I don't care. Go. Cause right. I don't like being asked those questions. So I'm definitely not going to ask anyone those questions.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I, I don't like it you know, I'm going to, I'm obviously going to tell you where I'm going. I'm, I'm not just going to say so long. I'm going to tell you where I'm going. i going to tell you what time I'm going to be home. But other than that, that's the, That should be the extent of it. Um, and he was dating pretty much half the town of men and women oh, after. Wow. Yeah. But the thing Ooh, is, that sounds scary the, were, too.
0: Cause there's an, <laughs> there's some consequences for that too.
1: There are, there really wow, are.
0: That is scary. But,
1: the the weird thing was is that he would hoover he would love bomb and hoover and my ex-husband didn't do that yeah so when he love bombed and he hoovered i had like i hadn't experienced that before so he'd already tr- like that bond was already there yeah like so every time i went back every time and what i did notice is that the the time between the love bomb and then the next discard got shorter and shorter. Oh, wow. So it would go from months to weeks to days to hours.
2: Like he would
1: love bomb in the morning and then hate me, you know, and then be screaming at me and telling me I'm an idiot at night. Wow. And finally, finally, I said, you know what, I'm tired. I'm just tired. And my last words to him, like, we were having this huge blowout and he said, would you just shut up and think he's like, I love you. And I told him, I said, don't ever say that again. Cause you don't. I was so upset that he was like throwing these words in my face. I'm like, you're, you're lying to me. Stop it. Yeah. And uh, so I just said, you know what? Treat the next one better. That's all I ask. I just hope you, I, I, I hope you find what you're looking for. And I said, don't be honest with yourself. Whatever you are is cool. Just, but don't sucker someone into a situation that they might not be cool with.
0: So at this point, did you know about narcissistic, no. narcissism and NPD and cluster B, none of that?
1: No, I just assumed he was very, I, I assumed he was very just um, emotionally not intelligent and, and um, just lost. When I found out about the men, I was like, okay, well, there's a deeper issue there is a deeper issue. Um, But, and so it wasn't until like a couple of months later, I actually happened, I was perusing the internet as you do. And I started reading this thing on narcissism and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my, oh my God. And then I said, oh my God, this is a bulb Goes
0: off. Right.
1: Yeah. The puzzle pieces all slammed together. I spent the next three days I didn't sleep. I spent the next three days going through videos. I binged it. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God, it finally makes sense. It finally made sense. And just knowing that and then realizing that I could fix me. Yeah. That was huge. I was like, because I was done. I was done. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go be a nun. I'm going (laughs) to go live in a monastery in Tibet. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Like, oh I'm never doing like, this again. Yeah. That's funny. So let me <laughs> yeah, ask you this because one, one thing I've noticed is that when you finally have that realization, when you find that nugget of truth and, yeah. you, and, 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 and it feels like you get closure on everything and it's like, it's like the fog lifts and you have a complete, a complete vision of what's going on. Did you experience the crash after that whenever all that knowledge started weighing you down and it's kind of really brought you down? Did you have to go through that or did you not?
1: I did. I did. And I didn't realize that it was the crash until after the crash. I didn't, I right. didn't realize because that when, when people finally figure it out, it's like, they want to know everything. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, the floodgates are open and they will overconsume. Yeah. That's and what they put in. It, it's an overconsumption. And I, I've been there. I can see exactly how it is so easy to over over and then you're over analyzing everything and you're yeah. going back through the relationship and you and you're you really you're reliving it all over again in a right. new perspective trying to figure it all out and you're it then you're you know it's just an internal struggle
0: and then you're trying to question your part in it and and you know are you are you damaged as well which i mean we are but yeah, yeah. when you're struggling with that you're like oh my you you, you feel at least i did that you're trapped and you won't get through it. I, and, the, and the reason I, br- yeah. I want to bring that up and I wanted to ask you that is because I, I know it's a pattern that most people go through. And it's also one of those dangerous patterns, right? So you can have the, the, the aha moment, and then you can crash. And during that crash, if you don't realize that that crash is normal, and what you're going through is normal, it, if you don't have a lifeline, you can just spiral out of control, I think.
1: You are absolutely right. So, you are absolutely right.
0: Yeah, and I and I that's why that's why that's why I wanted to bring it up because I know a lot of people listening, especially people who are going through this right now, and maybe yeah. they're in that aha moment. You need to understand that it's you're going to have these ups and downs, and it's a process to get through, but you yeah. will get through it, right? I mean, I'm an example. You're an example of it. Um, there's a lot of people where you can hopefully people can find hope to say, okay, this sucks. This is one of the most horrific experiences I'll ever have. Yes. But there is, there's proof that people can get through it and get through it in a good way, which we're going to get into that in a minute. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, and, and, and you're absolutely right. And, and it never occurred to me to, to mention people. Cause I, I just tell my people, like, if you're, if you're having a bad day, have the bad day. Yeah. Exactly. I just, I just won't let them stay there. Like you we're going to check in tomorrow. You're going to, you know, you're going to Netflix out today. That's all you're going to do. Yeah. You know, that, that's all whatever you want to do is what you do, but you, you take care of you. And then we're going to check in tomorrow because you're allowed to feel it. You just can't stay there because it's a very slippery slope to go from one day to two days. And once you get into that third day, I think that third day is like the, the slipping point of you're in it or you're out of it. It's, it's,
0: and I'm glad you brought that up And and I'll just throw out there and I, and I'm sure I've talked about this on my channel. I've been there, right? And once you get to that third – and this is the reason why I came up with um, some of the techniques that that I did is because I would get to that third day and then it would – the bottom would drop out and it would turn into the pit of despair. I mean it is really a dark time and you are then struggling mentally with yourself and, (sighs) and you have that catastrophic voice in your head basically saying, you're not worthy. You deserve this. You know you're a piece of crap. You know you're always going to feel this way. I mean, I mean this just catastrophic feeling and 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 messages that are just counterproductive. And and yeah. if if when you don't realize that that is normal, it's really scary. And then you start feeling like, oh my god, I'm this is my reality. This is how I'm going yeah. to feel forever. So, um, I, I think I heard uh, yeah. this morning. Um, I, I caught the last part of your uh, your Facebook live. Um, group that yeah. you were doing and I think you were talking about I think I heard you say that we're telling people hey you're allowed to have a bad day and that's yeah. and that's a really great advice.
1: Yeah. And 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 it, it is I I totally believe it and I and actually it's funny you said that cuz I don't know if you were on when I actually said that like there were days where like I told them I said you will wake up one like it will just be one day that you have a great day and then the next day is going to be a great day. Yeah. And then the next day maybe not so hot but the next day is going to be great. I said you right. guys will get there. I said, because now I understand today is going to suck and tomorrow is going to suck. And you don't see, you can't see the forest for the trees yeah. because every day for the last how many days, and you're going into day hundred and something, 200 and something that it sucked. So your brain's telling you the re- you know, this is all sucked. No way the future is going to be any better. Yeah. Tomorrow is not going to be any better. So you're waking up already with that, yeah. with that uh-huh. intention of, the day's already going to suck.
0: I, I, uh, I definitely can relate to that. Yeah, um, and yeah. I, and again, it's a good point to put out there because people need to understand that it's just part of the process that it's, it's not fair. I mean, everything we have to go through is not fair. You have every right to be sad and angry and bitter, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, when you really work at it, it doesn't, um, take your life forever.
1: No, no. And I, I definitely thought that that was it for me, but you know, a few years later, here I am. So.
0: Exactly. So and, that is a, a great segue. So I wanted to ask you how, so you went through, we were talking earlier and I asked you, said, how, so have you always been the way you are now, you know, with the woo stuff and the spiritually yeah. empowerment and everything? And you said, no. So mm-hmm. what was the catalyst really for you to take that moment, that, that step back, reevaluate your life and, and get to where you're at now or start the path where you are? Cause I think you probably started the path and then you ultimately got to where you are now. So how did, how did that happen?
1: Well, um, I started to, when I started to feel just a little bit better after binging, you know, for months on all this information, I started yeah. to feel a little bit better. And then, you know, certain things just come into your life at the right time. Like Absolutely. everything happens for a reason. I, and so I agree with that. for whatever reason, I kept getting um, like these, these courses on life coaching and this and that, and, you know you know, hmm. better your life and blah, blah, blah. So I just started looking into it. And as I was like watching like the free webinars and doing this and that, I was feeling better because I was taking what they were teaching in the free webinars and applying oh. them to my life. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, there is something to this.
2: Yeah.
1: And within that, within all, all the schools, all the schooling that I went through, there was a, a spiritual aspect. And I've never been a spiritual person. I'm not even a religious, Like I've never been to church. Like, wow. That's we're cool. not really we're not religious. <laughs> we, and uh so it was a whole new world for me to cuz I always I always had the the feeling that you know we we come we die there's no point. Mm. When I was proven otherwise like I something something clicked to me. I'm like, "No, this there's is more. This, there's more there's going more. on. There there is more to this." Yeah. And um it was, it was just like a fast, it was a fast train on like a steep slope of (laughs) we dove in and we, we haven't come out yet. Like we were, we're still diving in and, but it changed me so fast to have that belief, to have that spiritual side. And it just fascinated me. So I'm learning all this stuff. I'm like a huge fan of like ancient aliens and like, yeah. You know, uh, Atlantis and this and that, and I've always been attracted to that. But this is like now I'm serious about it. I am dead serious. <laughs> like
0: it, there, it there changes are, your no perspective. Ways, but right? It was
1: it was the healing. It, that was the thing yeah. I needed for my healing.
0: No, I hear you. I and I and I I, I I think I mean I I don't really I don't really I guess delve into the woo at least on the channel. But I mean I do. There's a lot of similarities, right? I mean, you you change your perspective, uh, and I think that's what happens, right? You wake up one day and you're like, "Wow, I thought all of this was important, but really, this doesn't mean. I mean, this is just superficial. It's like these other core, fundamental things you focus on, and it's life. It it uh, transforms your life.
1: It really does. It, yeah. And, And that's just it. When you when you you really start to just take stock of, okay, really, what like what what's what's the master plan here? Yeah. And when you realize that you're, you're more than a piece of property because these people do treat us like a piece of property. You are more yeah, than a piece of property.
2: You're actually
1: a, a, a spirit, you know, just borrowing this skin suit for, you know, a little bit. Right. And we're all just, we're all just here having a human experience. And when actually, when I get frustrated at people, like I get frustrated at people, you know, that drive too slow. You know, taking too long at the grocery store, I get frustrated. But then I tell myself, unless they're just having an experience. This is their experience. Let them have it."
0: Yeah, stuff doesn't. I I I hear what you're saying because there's things that just don't bother me anymore. You know, it's like I don't, I don't, I don't get angry at a lot of stuff anymore. I'm I'm just, it's like I look at it and I'm like, um, yeah, I don't want to put, I don't want to put any effort into that. That's. You know, I, I will say some of the technical stuff that I, I do on my side uh, does drive me crazy some, but but I you know, I, I look at other situations and it's like, mm, yeah, no, I don't I don't think I really want to put my energy into that and I'm gonna move on, right?
1: And I think you nailed it that we change what we put our energy into. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because I was actually talking on on my channel this morning of how I was a very angry person just very angry. I, I was angry at the world. I was angry at myself for being here. I was I was just angry. I'm like, and now I'm not angry. I'm feisty, but I'm not angry.
0: Well, there's a difference.
1: There's a but huge feisty,
0: difference. Feisty can be empowering. Ang- anger is limiting.
1: Yeah. Oh, anger, yeah.
0: bitterness, that frustration. I, and I know we both see it with, with our uh, audiences that, you know, people go through that phase where they're just so angry and bitter and hurt. And I mean, they're they're bitter and angry about what their ex, this person that they loved, and in yeah. some situations, you still it takes a while to get over that love, um, yeah. that the what this person was able to do, and 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 then what they're able to get away with, and and just that whole that whole process. I mean, I went through it. I mean, yeah. you know, you know, we both did, right? I, yeah. I, I can, you know, and, and I'm sure you probably do the same thing, where you try to hearken back to that experience. So people, because see, I think sometimes when people find us. They, they think, well, Leslie's just, I mean, she's just got this down, right? So yeah, she had a bad experience, but she was able to figure it out. And I don't think people realize, no, we felt, I mean, I felt the same, you felt the same pain I felt, I felt the same pain you felt. We were in yeah. that same dark place, space, which means that everyone has the ability, if you make the right decisions and the right choices, Great. to get out of it and have a life that is, so I'll ask you this in a second, but have a life that you, Always wanted and never thought you would have, and that that leads me to my next question. I want to ask you is, yeah. do do you feel that I'm? Sure, I think I know the answer, but do you feel that uh, in some ways the experience was prob- was a good thing? That what you went through with your previous exes, even though it was so horrible, do you, do you? How do you feel about that now?
1: I am so grateful. <laughs> uh, I am so grateful, and people are going to say, "Are you insane?" Yeah. Um, you
0: wanted that to happen? Me. No, we didn't. But
1: it it changed me. No, I changed. I wouldn't ask for it again. But it right. was it was a life lesson that I needed to learn. Absolutely. And it changed me into such I think a better person. It changed me into a more loving person. It changed me into a more giving person. It changed me into even a more empathic person. But and less now naive. I'm, I'm I'm able to 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 swirl all that and give back.
0: And I think that's 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 another important message. And I and I say this sometimes too. And I know uh, I, I I often worry that somebody listening to it when I say you know what the best thing the, the best thing that really ever happened to me was this catastrophic marriage
2: yeah. and
0: the the divorce and the last six years because yeah. my life and my focus and my priorities have changed in a way that. I would have never in a million years thought I would be at the point I am now. I mean, I, 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 I also often say that my worst day that I have now, it was basically my best day in my old life.
1: Right. Yeah. And And I uh, love how you say that our old life, Yeah. because I say that, you know, when, when I go back, I'm like, though, that was my old life because old, old us is dead. Yeah. Old us no longer exists. That person is long gone.
0: There may be shadows and remnants that creep up every once in a while.
1: Yeah. And, I think, and we, you know
0: what? And I think, and I'll ask you this too, because I think it's a test. I think it's like, you know, the universe or however you want to say it is basically saying, okay, all right, Dwayne. All right, Leslie. Yeah, yeah, you think you got it all. Let me just, like you were talking about having bad days. Let me just throw this in there where you're going to wake up and I'm just going to drop this range of emotions that are just emotional flashbacks and let's see how you deal with that.
1: Yeah. What are you right? going to do I mean, with
0: this? Yeah. yeah. You, and, and I think that that's what, I mean, yeah. that's another good thing for, for people to know because when that, I mean, it's that's normal.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, now how did you, when did you have that epiphany about that little, that little nugget of truth?
1: Oh, I used to get so down on myself and I would isolate. I would isolate so bad. Yeah. And it was so easy for me because to live alone and... You know, it yeah. was just so it was, it was just too, it was too easy. And I am so blessed and so lucky to have a very good friend that I've had for 25 years that just, he didn't, he knew something was wrong. He knew oh. something was wrong. And he actually had me actually like talk about what was going on because I didn't talk about it. I was right. like doing all my research and everything and doing all this, like secretly behind closed doors and don't yeah. know. Yeah. I finally got to talk about it and he was the one that talked me through it he's like you know you're allowed to have a bad day he's like you're allowed to have a bad week yeah you are allowed he's like my god he's like but at some point you're gonna have to get up and he was very completely honest with me he's like you're gonna have to get up yeah and so when is it gonna be he said when you're 50 I don't think so (laughs) get up
0: that's awesome
1: And yeah, so I, I was blessed enough, but a lot of people don't have that because they do isolate. Isolation is yeah. a huge, um, problem. it's a huge problem, but it's so easy to do because we, we want to really literally cut out everyone because when you realize, I don't know if you realize this or if you even had this is that when I started realizing what was going on, I was attracting a lot of them, like just in friendship circles.
0: Oh yeah. Well, you start identifying them then.
1: I was down to one friend. Yeah. One.
0: It's very isolating. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, and so then I had to realize, okay, there's something wrong with me.
0: And you know, it's funny you say that because I think that is, I don't normally talk about that in my thing because I know in the early stages of it, you take it, to, you're not ready to hear that message.
1: <gasps> no, it's damaging. It's yeah. damaging. I mean, yeah,
0: we all we all have a role in our. Pro- and I've actually have gotten some hate in my on my uh, on my channel where people will say, you know, you're you're not, you know, basically you know basically attacking that. You know, you're a part of this, and I'm like, yeah, but. At a certain stage, that doesn't help, right? I mean, anyone who says, "Well, you're a part of it, and and you played a role, and you you know you played the dance, or you did the dance," that's not helpful. I mean, it, it, when you're emotionally and spiritually ready for it, then you can address that, and and that's where I where I think we both talk about the hard work that you have to go, that you really have to put through on this. But it is so there's such a payoff when you totally. do.
1: It really is. And yeah. And it's funny because now whenever I get a trigger or I have like an issue come up, I get excited about digging into it because oh, I funny. know I about that. that if I dig into this, there is, there is a treat at the end of that rainbow for me.
0: That and is an awesome message. I love that.
1: Yeah. I get really excited. But before I, I would get very scared because I didn't want to look inside. I didn't yeah. want to know what was going on. I didn't want to heal that inner child. I had a five-year-old, you know, running the show. I had a five-year-old running the show and, you know, five-year-olds are not supposed to be running an adult life. Oh God. But I had one doing it.
0: And it's funny you say that because I mean the parallels for, for our part on it and the narcissist, I mean, the difference for the narcissistic personality type is they will never look. They can't, it's too damaging. You know, we have the opportunity being on the other side of this that we can. So we do have the opportunity to repair our lives get a genuine you know have a genuine meaningful life with real relationships and friendships and stuff and uh and and eliminate the toxic but but unfortunately and it's sad these other people are trapped and I don't I don't really know uh if you really can repair that I I it's you know I know there are some people who say they can fix narcissists and stuff but I think it's you can cope with it right you could if you knew you and you knew what you were dealing with You could deal with it, but you're still always going to deal with that inner child, you know, that that child running that adult body.
1: Yeah. And and the thing is, like, I want everyone to to really take take stock and say, if you are dealing with one and you think that you you can deal with it, you're like, okay, well, I love them. If I just manage my emotions and manage my actions to appease them, it will be a comfortable life. It will never they'll never be happy.
0: No, it'll never you, be good you enough. You could make it work. I, I do believe you that if somebody you can make it you know, work, but, but you're not
1: going to be fully, completely happy.
0: No, you're and that's not.
1: not what this life is about.
0: I, it's funny you say that because I think I, I'm grateful for how my situation played out because had I known about this, I would have you know you, you know you marry. I mean, I was married 22 years, 21 yeah. years, and uh, you know, and I did love the person, and if I would have realized what I was dealing with. I would have felt obligated to stay. And mm. I, I think it ultimately still would have, it would have self-destructed at some point. So in some ways I'm glad that I learned later because I would have been trapped. I mean, I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have the fundamental joy, um, the better relationship with the kids and just, yeah. you know, the joy of life that I have now, uh, I, it wouldn't be there. I mean, so it's, it's a catch 22. So, but, but I do empathize with anyone who's in there who's trying to make it work you you can't walk away until you've 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 hit the point that that's the right decision for you you know
1: absolutely and this is that's another thing i said this morning as i said when i said like my live went off the rails this morning i (laughs) blabbered for an hour and a half but it was it was one of those things where some people just aren't they're not ready to go and that's okay Yeah. yeah Cause that's their, that's their process. That's their life. And, you know, they say it takes seven times to go back and leave and come back and leave the Hoover and the discard thing. Yeah. I did it like 157 times. So, you know what? That seven times is like,
0: it's. Yeah. It, you, you can't make the decision. And so no one else can make it for you. I think I heard know. part of that. Um, I will say it is kind of interesting how it seems like lately our content has been jiving. It's like, it's like we're almost connected. You <laughs> dropped a video the other day that I dropped and I'm like, Oh wow. You know? And then you said you made it like a week before and I'm like, okay, that's just kind of creep. That's just kind of weird.
1: <laughs> it was creepy. Cause I got, I went to bed. I'm like, isn't it my smear coming up tomorrow? Cause I posted them like a week in advance. Yeah, I'm like I, I have to funny. check that. I'm like, synchronicity is a force. <laughs> yeah. I so,
0: so let, let me ask you this. So at what, I mean, cause what you're doing now I, well, obviously, I don't think you were doing you know life coaching and stuff like that before. So, what was the pivot point to where you decided? You know what? I have a voice, and I have a I have a uh, uh you're being. I'm, I'm assuming you were being drawn to do this. So, how did that whole play out?
1: You know, I don't know. It was one of those things where I took the courses to make myself better. Oh, okay. I did it just. I did it just for me. It was like I don't like. It was just one of those things where I was like, well might as well do it right and so i went even if i wasn't going to do anything with it it was the best thing i did for myself but i was like oh my god this is so cool like i loved connecting with people and i love yeah you know just sitting in the in the storm with them and and just making sure that they were like just loving people felt so good
0: being that lifeline that's reaching through the screen or through the text and trying to pull them pull them through out of the darkness right
1: yeah and yeah. you and i both have very um, amazing amazing tribes
2: oh yeah yours
1: it, is spectacular and mine is just as it's a family yeah and when when you get to know them the way we have it's like yeah. you you there there there's no way you're going to let that person drown
0: and and i want to just and i'm glad you you hit on that and anybody who's listening to this right now who's going through this there are a bunch of communities out there, and Leslie's in my community both, um, are, are filled with very caring, loving people. I mean, I, I have on my live shows, uh, it's like every week I'll have a new person, and they're warmly welcomed, and they're able to ask questions, and I mean, we don't have a lot of trolls. I mean, it's, it's it, like you said, it's, it's an amazing tribe of people that's just phenomenal. So anybody who is, who's struggling with this and just learning about this, you know, reaching now. No, maybe, maybe not every online community is good, and there's you know there are some some situations, but th- you know, there more than likely is going to be a group of folks that that has similar experiences and is ready to try to help you. And I would highly encourage anybody who's doing that isolation phase you were talking about earlier yeah. to reach out. And it, and I think one of the amazing things about what we're doing right now um, is we're able to connect with people in their homes, in their cars. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're when they're just completely desolate and feeling completely lost, there are some voices out there that can help pull you through. Yeah. So when did you start to try to actually? I mean, when did you decide? You know what? Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna start building this online community. How did that happen?
2: <laughs> I, see, I
0: have a cat. <laughs> I see your cat walk over the screen. That was awesome.
2: <laughs> I'm like, a...
0: what, if, what is she doing? She's cleaning oh the, the, the the camera with a. That's stop hilarious. Her I love face. that.
1: Oh my goodness. Can we see her? Welcome, Can, Wicked, send, welcome to my life. My tribe. That this is this awesome. Is my home tribe.
0: <laughs> that is nice. Anyway, so oh what I was asking is, is uh, so what was the, you know, when did you start trying to build this, this com- online community that you're doing now?
1: I have been doing my lives for a year now. Wow. Yeah, it's it's been a full year and I didn't realize it's been a year, but... Well, congratulations doing, on that. But I've been doing this for two and a half, three years, wow. but it was, I wasn't, I was never comfortable. So funny that this comes up again in conversation, but it's not, you know, um, I, I didn't want to be the face. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to, I can, to I put can relate my to that. face out there. Right.
0: Yeah, just for people listening, we were actually talking about this before we went, before we started the interview. Yeah. Or before the podcast and uh, talking about how, about that, that was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't want to do it, and I had a coach, and she said, "Are you kidding me?" She's like, "Put your face out there. You need to get your face out there." She's like, "You have such a powerful voice, yeah, and such." She's like, "You just need to," and I kept telling her to go do you know, purple nope. things for herself because I it scared me. I'm I like, d- I, don't I do not agree
0: mine. with that assessment, and I
1: decline your offer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the translated version, right? <laughs>
1: that's the translate. Yes, yes. That is, that is the the child the child proof version.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> but and finally, but you know what? It was one day I woke up and it was a Sunday morning, and all of a sudden I had nerves of steel. That's
0: awesome. And so awesome. I thought,
1: you know what? I'm doing it. I'm doing it, and I did it, and I had like three thousand views. And so she wow. called me. Like really? Um, yeah. It On was Facebook. Insane. On Facebook.
0: That is amazing. I mean, for, yeah. to, to, for your first go, I mean, to, to get, get that kind of, uh, 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 momentum that's phenomenal. Well, you know what? That's, that's the universe telling you what direction to go. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. And just like you were saying, you were saying this morning, how you were just on cloud nine, um, just the other day from, yeah. you know, we, we get very jazzed up when we have great lives when we have great, conversations when things just go well it jazzes us up and we will be flying all day yeah just from like like when we host something and it goes really well and we get those good vibes it will light us up all day
0: yeah i agree with you on that one
1: yeah yeah so there's there's really there's really nothing better like i i really enjoy starting my day with my tribe because they it lights me up
0: yeah, I, and, I, I wish uh, our schedules are different and and I very rarely get to jump on yours because it's just it's either it's, it's just the timing is off. So it's like yeah, it's every really once cute. in a while I get to jump on for a couple of minutes and I always enjoy that.
1: Yeah, and it's it's so nice because my tribe gets excited that you've come. It's like we have a celebrity <laughs> in the house. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> they get so excited. But, but I but, you know, and every time, every time you do a live, I, I definitely try and be there.
0: Oh, I That's appreciate that. And I know and I know the timing is off because you're three hours uh behind. So it's not not the not the greatest time. So so when did you okay, so now when you start when did you kind of turn this into a coaching business when you started that first video, you know, when you had that success, or was it just one of those things where it kind of morphed into where, you know what, I feel a calling and this is what I want to do. I mean, how did you yeah. get to where you're really where you are now?
1: I well, I wanted I wanted to do it. I just didn't know how. Like right. I just I just didn't know where to where to grab onto first. So I kind of floated and I kind
0: of, you know, I I, I, and I I bet you I'll I'll say this because I'm sure you'll probably relate to this is in your mind. You're like, well, I don't need to do it now. I need to build the community so I can wait to do these other things because I'm not ready. Right. Because I've said that same thing to myself.
1: Yeah. So not ready. (laughs) (laughs) So not ready. And so when I, when I did my first live and my coach was like, um, see, there you go. "Can Can you not see? I was like, okay. And I was like flying ever since then. And I, and it just, it just took off and I just yeah. had so much passion about it. Like I actually, like, I, I don't know about you, but I definitely take it to the level of I work more than I play Yeah. because my work is my play. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my work is definitely my play. I, love I can relate clients. to that as well. I love my followers. Yeah. I, I just love them that it consumes me. So but in a positive I, way. it it consumes me in a good way. So, you know, you're doing something that you're meant to do when you can do it all day long, every day and not get tired.
0: And then you're ready to go the next day.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Five o'clock in the morning,
1: I'm ready to rumble, ready to go. And, but that's also, you know, I do my meditation practice. I definitely, I take care of me before I take care of anybody else.
0: Awesome. Yeah. That's important.
1: By nine o'clock I am fully taken care of. Um, You know, if something comes up for me, then it's like an off, an off the cuff thing. But Mm -hmm. I definitely make sure that I am taken care of. I've meditated, I've journaled, I've you know, I've eaten, you know, done everything I need to do, and then let the people come. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, and I,
1: but I just, yeah, it just turned into one of those things where I just, I, the more I got into it, the more I just fell in love with the people. I just fell in love with the process and watching, watching them come through. Yeah. That, to the other that side.
0: <sighs> I love that part.
1: Oh. It, it's,
0: it's, and, and, and you probably have the same experience I do where you'll see somebody that comes to you in, in this dark state and you see the improvement and then they'll have that backslide. And when we're able to say, you know, hey, Bill, I always use the name Bill. I'm you know, Bill or Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you, you've really come a long way. I mean, yeah. I, you know, you've been here for six months. You know, I've talked to you in the comments, I've talked to you on live shows, I've talked, you know, and yeah, you're having a bad day, but you really need to take, spe- take a step back and look at the victories you have had, because you are, you have, you have increased. And be- and I, I'm sure for both of us, I mean, to see that, to see that growth in somebody is phenomenal. It's, it's, it's very rewarding.
1: It, it, re- it really is. And actually brings a tear to my eye to, to think that how far everyone has come. And, yeah. um, you know, in January, we made the switch to a more positive, a more positive spin that we're, we're, you know, really taking care of us. We're focusing more on us than we are about them because we can only focus on them for so long.
0: Right. Exactly. And, I, and I wanted, really I'm impressive. glad you brought that up. Cause I wanted to talk, cause you have your, your whole channel and we were talking about it before you did it. Um, cause yeah. we've actually been chatting. I mean, I know we're just doing videos and collaborations now, but I mean, last year we were, we were starting to communicate more often. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and guys, uh, here's the thing. If you, if you don't know about Leslie, and she did. She pivoted her channel and is really focusing on some very empower, empowering techniques and skills. And just the whole feel of her channel is really dynamic. But but what was the catalyst? And I know we talked about this before. But what was that catalyst that made you go, you know, it's time for a change? And and can you talk about that for a little bit?
1: Absolutely. So what happened was um, I wasn't st- – my energy was down. And I was feeling very – whenever I would go of my lives, I, I felt – like I had to tone it down. Like I could, I oh, had right, to dim yeah. my shine a little bit to come to meet people where they were because that's my job—to meet people where they are.
2: I yeah, don't ever want anyone and to and think that they yeah. can't
1: work with me because they're not at a certain level. I'll come to you. That's my job. Right. I'll come to you. Yeah. But it was bringing me down and bringing me down, and I didn't see any real progress in people. So I'm like, and behind the scenes. I'm all about the spiritual, I was doing, you know, all this positivity, like, so I would go in and do the dark talks, but then I would come out of it. And then I would spend the rest of my time, my spare time researching, reading, listening to the more, you know, so positive. And I felt guilty. I felt guilty for feeling so good, because these people weren't. Yeah. they they didn't feel good and I felt bad that I felt good. And so when I, I was talking to my coach about it and she's like, well, what are you gonna do about it? And I said, well, I would love to bring it to more to a positive. but I did lose some people. I lost some yeah. people because they just weren't ready yet and that's okay. We'll still be yeah. here when they're ready. Yeah but within a month, within a month, I had so many people thanking me and every single person that has stuck with me has had something good happen. Yeah. So it was just, it was one of those decisions where I was like, it was a personal decision because I needed to feel good in my space. Yep. Like I wasn't, I wasn't feeling good in my business and that's, that's not healthy for anybody. Yeah, that's not good. And so, but I, I just, I, and, but I'm so glad I did because there is so much more improvement, so much more improvement of people's daily lives that I was like, why didn't I do this from the get go? Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: I hear what you're saying But it was saying, a learning though. curve, it, right? Yeah, and it's tough because you want and I think you probably back then you were struggling with that. Well, I need to I, I need people to understand I know where they're coming from, so I have credibility with what I'm saying, so mm-hmm. that people can say, Okay, well Leslie or Dwayne has, you know, they've been through this, so maybe I can follow their path to get there. I, I hear what you're saying, but the yeah. but I and I think I started watching your stuff more around the time when you did that pivot and and I think when I remember when we were talked about it, cause it was like, there was so much negativity in the narcissist community, narcissism abuse recovery community.
2: Yeah, and it was weird it really because is. a
0: lot of channels did that pivot. You know, there were a lot of people who were like, you know what? We got to change to a different mode because we can't, now validation is important, yes. but you can't stay in that validation mode because it traps you.
1: It, it really does. It's an obsession that you, once you lock on, and I can see how easily that happens. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's an obsession. And then, you can just latch onto it, and that you that can carry you for the rest of your life. So that's it why can. I say, like,
0: it can. It's scary.
1: You're allowed to read up as much as you want, but at some point, you have to put the books down, and you have to start looking at yourself. Yeah. Because learning about them is not going to heal us. No. It's not. It's going to give us validation, and it's yeah. going to give us tools to move forward. To you know what not. You know what not to look for, for. To
0: keep your eyes open. Uh, build better boundaries, respect yourself, love yourself,
1: love yourself. And, but we can't love ourselves if we don't learn to love ourselves. And those books are not going to teach us. And those forums aren't going to teach us how to love ourselves
0: because it's it's,
1: all about the other person. Mm.
0: It's, it's definitely a journey or a process that, uh, it's takes a while. It's not fast. It's not easy, but it's, it's, once you start down the path, it's, I think, and I, I'm sure you agree that it's just, it's, it's a it's an it takes your life into a, an incredible space.
1: It really know? does. It really does. And when I say like I am so grateful that this happened, I am so grateful because I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be the person I was. I wouldn't be here talking to you. Right. You know, I I wouldn't like where would I be? Where who would I be? Where would I be? And I shudder to think.
2: Yeah. I yeah, I shudder exactly. to think of,
1: of right. the person that I the the life I would be living and you know, a little bit ago I got, I got kind of down on myself. I was like, wow, like I just figured it out. And, I, and like, I'm lucky if I have another four years on this planet Yeah, I was like, I, and I just figured it out. I felt like 40 years wasn't enough to, to enjoy the bliss that I found.
0: It's funny you say that. Cause I, I, you know, every once in a while I get somebody who is so angry and bitter at the time they lost. And, and I, I actually look at it, you know, thank God. Or thank the universe, or whatever whatever your 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 method is
1: whatever it that is. it
0: that it happened that I have any time, whether it's five years, two years, you know, fifteen years, whatever the hell it is, to 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 have to do this because it it could have so easily, if things would have went you know just a little differently, I could still be in that mode and I wouldn't be. I My soul would be being tramped on. I wouldn't be genuinely happy. I would still be dealing with the anxiety and the stress and the depression and, and all those things. And it's like, you know, you have the opportunity once you get past this to have a really great life. And, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I get it. It sucks. I mean, if you figure this out in your 60s, you know, and you're like, oh, crap. But you know what? Enjoy today and yeah. look to tomorrow. And, yeah. and, and t- yesterday was yesterday, you know, and erase that, not erase it, but I mean, just disconnect from it, release it. That's a better word. Release it <gasps> Good and word. move on, you know, and and really embrace this new life. I mean, and I know it's easier said than done. And I mean, we're, we're at a different stage. So somebody listening at this, you know, right now could be saying, well, yeah, that, you know, but yeah, but, but yeah, I'm but, hoping yeah. that, but, but the, but the message on that, or this what I'd like to say on that is, is I was, at, we both were at that point where, we were in despair and in that trauma and in that anger and hate and bitterness and sorrow and, and despair. And the message we're both saying right now, if we were to say it to ourselves, then, you know, it's like, would we believe it? Right. And, and my hope is, is that from your story and my story and the other people out there that are doing this, that people can see, yes, you can come through the fire. Yes, you can come through this and, and have the life that you, maybe not the one you dreamt from before, but have a really good life.
1: Oh, absolutely. It is never too late to have the life that you always dreamed of. And the thing is, anything is possible. If you, like, I never thought that I could manifest things, but then I realized that I manifested every single thing that happened to me. Wasn't that a kick in the pants when I realized that I did it. But then I realized, well, wait a minute. If I can manifest horrible Negative. things, I can manifest good things.
2: Yep. Yeah, exactly.
1: And you just have to believe. You just have yeah. to believe that, you know, we did it, so so can everybody else. So can everybody else with the right tools and you know the right support system. You will soar.
0: So on that, so I mean, you have have you written one or is it two books or one? I, I'm trying to remember. Uh,
1: one one is available. We've done two, but one is available.
0: Okay, so th- and I'll leave links to that in the show notes and oh, the description. You. So you, so you guys should check that out as well. Uh, um, definitely check out Leslie's channel. And so as we start to wrap this up, I mean, what, what's the message or what would be a really good message for people out there who are, who are listening to this? What would you like to say to them and and impart a little nugget of truth?
1: (laughs) My little nuggets. Oh,
0: not to put you on the spot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, really? Uh, You know, just be kind to yourself. Don't be harsh with yourself. Don't judge yourself. You know, we, we've, we've said it and, you know, neither one of us really touches on it, but we said it like there, there is healing within ourselves that we have to do. Like we, there, there was something, don't beat yourself up, take care of you, take care of, you know, your, your immediate family, but you have to start taking care of you. I think that was huge for me to, to stop putting everyone else first, um, to put myself first. You have permission, give yourself permission to To move forward, give yourself permission to have a good day, give yourself permission to have a bad day, but give yourself permission. This, this is a time where, you know, you have every chance to transform your life and you can change it to whatever you want, whatever you want. So like sky's the limit. Yeah. Sky's the limit. You just, you just have to believe in yourself and just start forgiving, you know, forgiving yourself and then you can start trusting yourself and then amazing it, all,
0: it all grows from there
1: it does once we start trusting ourselves yeah. that is the key
0: that is an awesome message I appreciate you throwing that out there Thank so you. on this as Thank as we wrap this up like I was saying before I will definitely leave links to all of Leslie's uh, channels and products our guest products but uh, the book in the in the show notes, Please check her out on Facebook. Uh, she just recently started putting videos on YouTube. I'll leave the link to that. So subscribe to her channel. Hit the bell notification so you actually get her, her latest videos when they actually post. And Leslie, thank you for spending the last hour or so with me. I really appreciate it. And uh, it was a great conversation.
1: It was. Well, we always have great conversations. But thank you very much. It's an honor to be your very first podcaste. It's so, such, yeah, I appreciate you doing it. I'm, I'm excited
0: about this, this next stage, this next yeah. thing. So,
1: yeah. You, All right. just, and thank you, Dwayne. I just want to say thank you for everything that you do. Thank you oh, so thank much you, for Leslie. everything I you appreciate do for the community. That.
0: Okay. On that guys, thank you for spending the last hour or so with us on the inaugural inaugural, the very <laughs> first podcast that's <Dad's> Surviving <laughs> the podcast. And uh, we'll catch you on the next video and the next podcast.